Am I doing this right away? Or do we, yeah. I'm Let's do it straight away, yeah. Three, two, one, and we're live. Welcome back, everybody. This is Nerding Out. We took a little bit of a break, and by a little bit, I mean since October. I don't know why I checked my watch since, for that. Since Halloween, actually. Since Halloween, yeah. Halloween, Halloween when we were in costumes. So, welcome back. We are here to talk about nerdy shit, and we're sort of figuring out a new schedule. We'll talk about that later on near the end. But with me, co-hosts are... Huh? Serves Hi. the producer guy. Hi. <laughs> and Nikki. Hi. All right. So we have a couple of things we just want to talk about, but today's mainly for is just catching up on the last couple of months, you know, just talking about the things that have happened since then and our new schedule later on. So the, f- you good? That hurt. I <laughs> you okay? Yes, I'm okay. Thank you. All right. What do you guys want to talk about first? <laughs> Dr. Strange, Scream or Texas? Let's start it. We'll get to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's start off on a happy note and let's talk about Dr. Strange. Okay. because you just want to go all in. Yes, I one. do. I am not pulling my punches when it comes to the Texas Chainsaw movie. I'm yeah, very You know mad. what's so sad is that they're going to see the last video of this in October and it was just me getting really angry about the last Halloween movie and this is just your turn. Yep. This is YouTube being angry and me just going, Scream was good. <laughs> Scream was good. Well, Lord. Out of the three, his was the worst. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Serge. I know. Mine, mine, <laughs> I am I, too. I at least have to say that that was a Michael-themed movie. That was a good movie. A, it wasn't a bad movie. Hey, I just evil, had, evil, evil almost don't died. Even, don't even Evil almost say died it. that night. Don't, don't even say it. Evil was in danger that night. <laughs> <laughs> Evil was targeted that night. Can you imagine how upset he was? He was just like, damn, why is everyone coming after me all of a sudden? Like, he did nothing wrong. He's like, I just want to go back home. I don't know who the fuck you people are. I just want to stand outside and look at my window and everything. (laughs) They should have changed the name. They should have changed the promotion to Evil Gets Threatened Tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) That was really good. Why couldn't you think of that on Halloween, dude? <laughs> Fuck. Because well, I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. Why are you always so behind on these movies, dick? Listen, bro. Hey, I have free time now. So. You, you got free time now, so we got to binge movies. Yes, stop, sir. Stop. You know I can't. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Let's go. You won't get it. Yeah. So, let's start off with Dr. Strange then. Okay, I am very very excited for Doctor Strange. I watched like four or five different trailer breakdowns and like there was one that I saw. Let me pull up the guy's name because it was actually a very good breakdown. I think Um, that just ignited something in all of us that are, (sighs) especially the kids that like our first superhero movie, I have to say was X-Men, the original one with Hugh Jackman Mm -hmm. and everything. That that was our first one. I can't think of anything farther back. Yeah, actually, yeah, that was my first my first one. Yeah, I was other than that. I think I think right after that was Fantastic Four. I think was like your first story. what a superhero movie? Yeah, oh, superhero movie? Fanta- yeah. I think the first. I think the second X Men came out, and then Fantastic Four. But they New started pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I saw some trailer breakdowns too, and I wanted to. I put. I pointed it out so many times, but I didn't even think about it till like I watched it. <laughs> 50 times like yeah. we all have yeah and the scene where wanda's just like looking down at herself i was like oh yeah i paused i was like why does that look like the room from that from gene gray's house when she kills xavier in the original um in last stand yeah and i thought to myself i was like 
that that's got to be something. That's got to be yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, because the the from, okay, so the trailer breakdown that I watched was New Rockstars. Shout out to New Rockstars. They they did one that was like eight minutes and one that was like a more in depth, like twenty five minute video of like a full breakdown. And that particular scene, it looks like her house from Wandavision. Because if you look, you see the scooters in the background that that are. Oh kids shit! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so it looks like that she went back to her house from Wandavision because um there was there's a an, there's a, another scene or another shot in the trailer from that same set where it shows out the window that everything had a has a red haze outside over it. So um and like I'll, I'll essentially a lot of this hints that. It most of it takes place in a pocket reality that Wanda's created because it's apparent that Wanda and Strange have a very uh, has a, have a very deep telepathic connection. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and that was really in WandaVision and in the trailer. Uh, all the scenes from that are shown from Strange's perspective of crazy shit happening all have the same like red hue of uh, Wanda's chaos. Chaos oh, magic. Shit. No shit. And, you know, to even back up that idea, I even noticed it when we talk about the house again. When you brought up it looking like her WandaVision house, I didn't even think of that because I forgot that it changed through the 60s to the 90s. Yeah. And when it hit the night, like after the 90s, it went to very like traditional modern family yep. type style. So yeah. that's when I think about it. You see the staircase and the staircase was not how it was when they were yeah. in the 70s. So that's most likely it. Yeah, because because uh, if because if like if you look on the ground, there's like a, like a catcher's mitt, and there's like two scooters in the background, and like like things that show that that was her house from from one division. I from even Westview. think yeah. she's in the same outfit that she was in the. I think she is. Yeah, like well, uh, like one of the blouses in a shirt. Yeah, it outfit. looked very similar, but. Um, but also too, there's a there's a scene in uh, where America Chavez is tied up by that thing, yeah. and she opens a star portal behind her. If you look back in the portal that she opens, there's an infinite number of portals, which means there's they're happening in separate dimensions at the same time. So that some, at least from what I saw, it's possible that. Uh, what what Strange did not only ripped open holes in a mirror dimension, but ripped open holes in multiple mirror dimensions that have different outcomes, which is why we saw it in like an evil version of Doctor Strange. Yeah. So um, when America Chavez tried to open up a star portal to dip out of of those um, of whatever she was tied up behind, there was like forty other portals that opened up behind her, which means that there was some kind of either realities colliding or being opened between realities so like it's a shit show and you know as much as i complained about them uh power doxing wanda through this entire thing what i've noticed is that there's this enormous amount of power struggle building if you haven't noticed yes because we now know what dr strain's faults are and what his limits are yeah. Because when you think about it, if you go back to um, Endgame and um, Infinity War, Strange could only see a future where all these other infinite futures, but it wasn't one where he died. Yeah. So he couldn't even see past himself at that point. Yeah. So his powers weren't where you would th- expect them to be. As, But then there's the power of Wanda growing, and it's growing fast and it's not stopping yeah and plus i mean for those of you who have been paying attention to the marvel universe for a long time you'll know that uh wanda maximoff is infinitely more powerful than dr strange she's infinitely more powerful. she's 
most likely I don't I think she's moved up from when I used to consider where everyone is on the notch belt because I always know that like Jean Grey because she's a level five yeah high up there she's probably the second she's even above Xavier but in later comics I've seen Wanda be the one to handle her yeah and also create I believe more of a friendship with her yeah um Either that or I think it might be Hope Summers who now controls the Phoenix. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's she either has a relationship with her or another reincarnated, the current reincarnated Jean, which yeah. they haven't um, done anything. I don't know what they've done yeah. with that. But. As of right now, uh, Scarlet Witch is without a doubt the most powerful person in the, at least the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yeah. Which universe. is why I think your theory of this entire universe that we've been watching. Her that's right. Being we'll get to po- that. Yeah. yeah. Being a pocket dimension mm-hmm. is completely true because when you revisit when you revisit the actual comic um i forget which one it is where she's giving birth to the twins and tony and every visions everyone's there and she has professor x talking to her and she's like wanda there's never been any children we've gone over this yeah like every time i think about it and when you watch the trailer the 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 um slow pan into her eyes that's xavier looking into her head supposedly yeah so i can only imagine that that might actually be it because i can see it going that way but also too one one thing in the trailer breakdown that was crazy that didn't realize was in the very beginning of the trailer where strange sits up after having that nightmare Mm -hmm. It shows him, like, with his hands over his face. His hands don't have scars on them. Oh, no shit. Yeah, so so um, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but uh, so you, you, you know Doctor Strange's origin story, right? Yes. Okay, so he, his hands are still very scarred. Like, he can do all of his things, but his, he has scars all over his hands and whatnot. And if you look at that, at that specific scene, his hands don't have scars, and he doesn't have any of his books by his bed. It's, yeah. it's back in his apartment mm-hmm. when he was a surgeon. Yeah. So, it's possible that that it will show multiple different timelines. One of which Strange didn't even become Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, because and, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, no, but, no, but uh, one one thing too is um, if you remember the most recent Sorcerer Supreme was Wong, mm-hmm. not Strange. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I had a I had a fucking crazy theory. About how we saw like eat like an evil version of Doctor Strange. Obviously, Mordo's here. The Illuminati is, is yeah. a thing, mm-hmm. and um, they were saying that it's possible that in one of the realities that the Illuminati is part of, um, it's not actually Superior Iron Man. That it's actually Ultron, because Ultra like like if it was a reality where Ultron his initiative worked and he was the one that controlled the peace. Which is why Strange never became Sorcerer Supreme because he didn't need to. So the only reason I would disagree with you on that is mm-hmm. because when you look at the panel of no, who looks I, yeah. on, yeah, because when the reason why I thought this was such a monumental addition is not just because you know who is returning as Professor yes. X. <laughs> yes. I swear to God, if um, Ian McKellen's not back, I'm going to be very upset. Um, there's always been a specific team for each Illuminati team, uh, like, yeah. portion. Yeah. And when you look at the people that are on the Xavier one, it's Dr. a very, Strange, yeah. Namor, uh, um, Superior Iron Man, Britt uh, Reed Richards, and, um, oh, my God. Um, I'm kind of totally blanking on the same. No, Whatever. But, yeah. but what I'm saying, like, yes. it's just very specific. And yeah. then... 
Another factor that I didn't even think of is how they're going to pull the later editions and later generations of Marvel into this. Like, we're getting Ironheart and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone forgets of the very overpowered uh, Fantastic Four child. Um, Reed Richards and Sue, uh, Sue Storms. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what is his name? Yes. Hold on. Let me look this up. Because he's actually moved up in the power ranks. Um, but... Later, like back onto what Serge was saying, I feel like that could also still be a possibility because that was one of the what if episodes. And I feel like with Doctor Strange, yeah, what if when Doctor Strange breaks like all the multiverse timelines, da da da, what like for sure, evil Doctor Strange, I feel like that's a Franklin Richards. Franklin Richards. I feel like that's a callback to the what if because that is also like in what if there was the evil Doctor Strange, the crazy guy, and also they have a whole Ultron thing inside of the what if. I'm getting that. Um, I think what if heavily, heavily, heavily is involved in multiverses of madness because I don't know if you noticed or not. It was super niche; you could couldn't you could miss it easily. Um, Captain Carter's shield was in one of the yeah. shattered glasses. Also, mm-hmm. uh, zombie Wanda and Zombie Wanda and Zombie Stephen Strange and Deadpool and Deadpool. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> when you uh, one thing I also want to see in this because I I've been also thinking about this since we're incorporating Professor X and I think we've talked about it before in one of the episodes how they're going to introduce mutants, which they technically already have because when you go into WandaVision and you watch the part where they're explaining everything, you see the part where she looks into the stone and it shows her what she's going to be. And then, um, uh, Hagatha, whatever her, uh, Harkness. Yeah. Agatha Harkness. She, she explains to her that there's no possible way that you could have survived. You and your brother could have survived that unless you intervene somehow with your powers. And she explained you were, you had that before you even touched the stone. It just brought it out. So that's basically implying the whole mutant thing. But also too, um, consultating with WandaVision, why they had, um, why they had, um, Evan Peters Quicksilver instead Mm -hmm. of, the one that was in, like, like from the from the Fox X Men, is because Aaron Taylor I think, Johnson. I think he's gonna bring him back. I think yeah. they're gonna yeah. bring him back. The, well, they, I think I'm pretty sure they are because, like, this is why. Also, um, for those of you who don't know, what we're talking about. There's a theory going around, uh, after, like, after, after, after a couple of trailer breakdowns that the entire MCU takes place after the No More Mutants arc. That all of this has been a pocket reality of Wanda, which is why, you know people get recast there's different there's like a lot of intervening things some things don't happen which is why you have the x-men universe and why you have the marvel cinematic universe that are two totally different things and why you don't hear anything about the x-men in any of the marvel movies except for deadpool oh my god could you imagine if they try to mirror the comic and like i was telling you about her giving birth yep. to the babies and charles walks in could you imagine if they go back to wandavision where she's having the kid yeah exactly and like they revisit all of these things and then if they want to go even further, the best way I could think that they could do it is the the signals that they were hearing. Even yes. though it was some, we know who it was. Yes. Could you imagine if there was something subliminally in there that yeah. he's been trying to reach her and he couldn't? But also, too, um, if you look at one of the scenes where Wanda's fighting someone, when it zooms into her eye, in her the reflection of her eyes, there's two holding cells in the Illuminati HQ, which mm-hmm. are, I think, for Billy and Tommy. So she's going after her kids that the Illuminati have, but which is why they're like, we should tell them the truth to, to Stephen Strange um, and how he gets roped into this 
part of the X or the the Illuminati. The only thing that doesn't quite tie in the like as cleanly that kind of is the wild card is the introduction of Mordo, because yeah. with Mordo it's it's not it's not like he was a consistent of the of this version of the Illuminati except at least Xavier's Illuminati, uh, which is again uh, kind of gives it to the point where. From what I can see, some of the magic that Mordo was using was Strange's magic, which means in this reality, Mordo is Sorcerer Supreme. Strange was not Sorcerer Supreme because he didn't have the cloak, he didn't have the gauntlets, he didn't have the uh, the amulet, the the time stone. Um, he was simply arrested from a different reality and brought to to, brought to mm-hmm. this one, which is essentially a pocket reality. Um, there's a couple of thoughts about who is on the Illuminati. Um, Superior Iron Man is one. Ultron is one. Uh, um, Black Panther is one. Uh, but as, uh, what's her name? Uh, yes. Sister. Yeah, yeah. Um, as, uh, yeah, I forgot her name, but. Um, Shuri? Shuri, yeah. Yeah, which, Shuri. Is prob- which is probably why they shot Black, the new pla- Black Panther movie at the same time as, uh, this. Yes, mm-hmm. but also there is some speculation that it was actually Killmonger, where Killmonger <gasps> stayed the Black Panther. I mean, oh Killmonger did come back he in the What If universe. Yeah. So, I'd so love to see him come back, and, and and because I just want to see Michael B. Jordan. But here's, here's, <laughs> but here's my thing: because Killmonger was in the the What If universe, and because a lot of the trailer breakdown is saying, "Hey, almost every episode of What If ties into the trailer somehow," which is why it, it could possibly be Killmonger on the Illuminati as Black Panther, not Shuri, and not um, Namor. Also, two things to reinforce everything with Wanda. Uh, not only the zombie, a zombie Wanda, but did you notice that towards the end of the trailer, when you see her after she talks to Strange and she whips around, her fingers are covered like Harkinson's was. Yes. And then her, if you notice, just because I do makeup and I understand, the contour right here from about like to her nose here is darkened like hers was. Yeah. So I can only imagine she's been using the dark hold. Yeah. And, and that, that actually ties into where um, Wanda's magic is, is increasingly darker and red now, which is essentially why it, it's the feel that she's controlling all of this. Yeah, because if you notice, even in the one of the most recent the most recent comic that it ended up getting canceled was the Doctor Doom and uh, Wanda, and yep. she picked everybody up to go fight people in Darkhold, but they had to all read it, so they had to all go mad. Yeah. Um, it's very dark. Her magic's very dark, but when you look back at, like, um, uh, fuck, one of the, like, early, like mid-2000 comics, it's very pink. Yeah, she had very pink like uh, yeah. colors. E- even even in the Avengers films, it was pink. It wasn't red. Yeah, it's yeah. Started, it's but gotten in, but darker. In this movie, it's it's red. more and more crimson by yeah. the time. Like with, even in WandaVision, you could see it start yeah. off. It was like a sort of lightish red, like sort of pink, and then it just starts getting crimson and vermilion. Oh, yeah, by the when end. she when she walks out of the hex mm-hmm. and she fights every when she fights those guys out there and threatens everyone, it was red, mm-hmm. like blood red. Also, something else that would probably took both of you guys out. I noticed something um, that was pointed out to me was, you remember the scene where Strange is falling and his face is kind of look like blocks falling yeah. apart? The only other two times that we've seen that are when uh, Flint tried to, or not Flint, um, oh my God, uh, Star-Lord. Yes. Peter. Peter. Oh. He tried to get the reality stone and yeah. dropped it and like that. And if you look... Uh, from the Avengers films, there was there was a cross comparison. The only time Thanos uses the Reality Stone is to fight Wanda. Oh, true. That's it. 
Oh wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's because because in in, in 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 Endgame, the only time he ever uses the Reality Stone in the whole franchise is to fight Wanda. That's it. And here's what I love, because again, like I said, they've underpowered her until now, and it's been this slow buildup. It's gonna pay off because it's not like before when she captured a whole town just to greet. This is. Past the griefing process, I've read the dark hold. I know I have this power. I know I am the Scarlet Witch, and I'm gonna get what I want. Yeah. So think about it. Not only does she have the Illuminati to fight Doctor Strange, if she is the true villain of all of this, she's also the second only ne- Nexus being other than um, Kang the Conqueror. And now that he's been introduced, there's two in the universe, and they, the law is like you can only have one. one. Yeah. So it's gonna be this huge showdown of who's gonna fucking beat the shit out of Wanda, but well, I think she's gonna end up beating the shit out of everyone else. Well, that's that. Also, too, uh, to your point, the introduction of Kang kind of fucked up the whole MCU, uh, and as to why he was like, no, there's multiple timelines. Like, mm-hmm. like, the, like, like the one that you're in may not be the main, the main timeline. You which might is, which not is, even be the main one. Correct. Which which is why people think that this is possibly a pocket dimension. That uh, to Wanda's credit, but also too, um, when Wanda was essentially introduced as quote unquote the main villain, possibly um, that line of the Illuminati on the far right, the person that was shrouded in white had a similar build. Possibly, um, it could be uh, White Vision, Clear Vision. Oh, on, on the, on the line yeah, of the we're not going to see the last of him. No, especially since Wanda kind of woke him up. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's possible that it's um, at least this line of the Illuminati is uh, is Mordo, Charles Xavier, White Vision, Black Killmonger's Black Panther, and maybe um, oh my god, uh, from One Vision, what's her name? Oh, Agatha. No, yes. Oh uh, no, uh, yeah. Well, no, she had the powers, no, right? No, um, Agatha was the other witch. No, 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 no. Who are you talking about? Oh, her. yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Rambo. Rambo. So um, it's possible also, that, that she's on the Illuminati as well. Quick question: You guys said that there was Deadpool in the trailer. I didn't notice any Deadpool. What are you talking the, about? Uh, so in in one of the so this is the same way that we found out that there might be Ghost Rider is because if you look at one of the things where um one of the oh geez. sorry you okay yeah uh, my back spasmed um one of the the windows that shatters and it has a bunch of pieces in the glass you see a katana like like a sword. And you see um, a mask. You see no, you know you you just see the sword, and you see um, part of the chains from, I guess Ghost Rider's chain whip, uh, but also too um, that that hell spawn thing that captures Steven mm. at the top of the thing with those those demons. There's a theory that this also ties into, which was in the Multiverse of Madness, same time frame. Um, there's a, a storyline in which Johnny Blaze, well, um, what's his name? So, so Wong is evil and he starts the, the Midnight Suns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they release, uh, uh, Mephisto. Thank you. Uh, they release Mephisto, uh, to base essentially help slay the world and he rips open a portal to hell and because there's a portal open to hell, Ghost Rider does his powers are not quite as strong, and Mephisto rips the spirit of vengeance from Johnny Blaze and throws him off a building and kills him. And Johnny goes to hell, who who meets the disembodied spirit of vengeance and convinces him to give him the power back to go back to Earth and take 
Mephisto back to hell, which is how Ghost Rider becomes the king of hell, is because he's essentially he's already dead, so he doesn't have to go back to Johnny Blaze. Mm-hmm. He's he's just please Ghost let Rider. It be Nick Cage, please let it be Nick Cage. Well, it, so there, there's 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 three Ghost Riders alive in this timeline. Yeah, because um, it's the old man. Th- uh, this is Johnny Blaze. There's, so it's no no no. Uh, so Slade is already Slade's di- gone. Is Slade he's di- gone. Di- okay. Slade died in the second yeah, movie. Slade died in the okay. second movie. Yeah, so it's so it's so Slade's already dead, but it's it's Johnny Blaze who's the main Ghost Rider. There's um, oh my god, the Mexican guy who drives the, the car. Reyes, Rob- Robbie Reyes, Robbie yeah. Reyes. So Robbie Reyes is also a Ghost Rider. I always confuse him for Theo Rossi from Sons of Anarchy. I <laughs> Ever don't, since I don't yeah. know how or why. Maybe it's just the haircut, but I always fucking confuse oh no. the two. We were talking about this at work, yes. like on a group call on Monday. Yes. Because we just randomly mentioned, and then we we're like, the dude from Sons of Anarchy, that's him. Yeah, <laughs> that's they look the exactly dude. the same. I couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, but, but uh, Robbie Reyes, uh, Danny Ketch, and Johnny Blaze. Because in by this point, uh, Robbie Reyes kind of accidentally became a ghostwriter, and Danny Ketch, and Danny and Danny Ketch was the one who was How actually given the power. How do you accidentally become a ghostwriter? It's because this, like, <laughs> essentially, like he was he was a he was a criminal. Okay, and. Uh, I guess something happened where somebody by close to him was murdered and he went out looking for vengeance, but the spirit of vengeance found him and he kind of was like given the power, but he's like, I'm not giving this shit up. So he just kept being the ghostwriter. Can you okay. just imagine he comes home to his buddies the next day yeah. and they're like, what the fuck happened to you? He's like, um, I got really angry and somehow found the spirit that's, of vengeance. That's kind of what happened. And I'm dead serious. You're yeah. It's, 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 that's you, kind of what happened. Just, you literally explained every shonen. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, let's be honest here. Yeah. You explain all supernatural shonens right now. Yeah, but um, essentially, like you didn't that, have that's to that's basically anyone like that. That's I talked to myself. I knew what that meant. That's basically what happened. But um, on top of that, so after Johnny Blaze dies, he essentially goes back up to the cert to, to to Earth, and he takes Danny Ketch and Robbie Reyes' powers away. They become the full powered spirit of vengeance. And becomes essentially the king of hell. Ghost oh wow! Rider, and he. He kills Wong, and he uh, drags Mephisto back to hell and rules over hell as the king of hell, essentially. That's so hard. It's fucking sick. Yeah, if, That's if, so... Could if, you if imagine you, Nick... Because I just saw that trailer for the Nick Cage movie. Oh, it, it looks oh, so funny. I want to watch it I, so he, goddamn dude, bad. Okay, I don't think he looks bad for his He age. doesn't. No, he looks great. He looks great. He looks really good. He, so he d- best, spends a lot of time doing movies and okay, working out so for those I movies. Think yeah. he can fucking see take on... No. That, okay, I watched that really stoned, and it was very hard to get through. Yo, you have it to was, watch it sober. It was insane. I should have yeah. never done that. I yeah. did not know what to expect. I watched it sober and was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, watch Mandy. It's very good. Okay. But, Let's, um, uh, do you guys have a lot more to say on this? Because we're already at 25 minutes. <laughs> no. So, we'll, we'll, I mean, we don't have a time limit. No, I'm just want to go through uh, other topics, yeah, too. Yeah, I know. But the only, thing I, the only thing I will say is that it seems like, uh, don't hold your breath at Ghost Rider, but it's possible. Don't hold your breath for Deadpool, but it's possible. Uh, ben Affleck was supposedly... I hate even mentioning this. I don't want to dox the dude. He's already gone through it. <laughs> um, he apparently got asked to do Daredevil again for this purpose. I saw that. But, like, first of all, just first point, how are you going to get asked to be Daredevil before you get asked to be Batman <laughs> And apparently, because he wasn't a good Batman, hot take. <laughs> you know what? At hot first, I thought he was Batman. a great Batman, and then they said Robert Pattinson was going to be the next Batman, and I was like, and then, 
If you go back to one of our videos, I said it was going to be fucking good. I haven't even watched it yet, but I've heard nothing but good things. It's like a 10 out of 10 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I, I have literally it's heard amazing, nothing apparently. but good things. And that's why I said yeah, that same. motherfucker was going to be one of the best. Bat he, I think he's going to bring back the, uh, the hype of Batman that we got when Ledger was Joker. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, because I got to tell you, whenever I think back at Dark Knight, I don't think of Christian Bale's performance as Batman. Oh, yeah, I, think I think of the of Joker. Joker. But I think this is going to be the next shining Batman moment because it was, I heard it was just pure noir detective mm -hmm. type vibes. Yeah. It, I, plus, too, like, uh, I, I asked a dumb question. Um, my friend. Uh, she's like, oh yeah, I saw it twice. I'm like, was it good? She goes, Dick, I saw it twice, and I'm like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Why do you think I'm gonna sit through a movie two times? Yeah. I think she, she saw it twice by herself. I think I might go see it tomorrow. Yeah, because I just I want to see the movie. I want to see it too. Um, yeah. I might I might tell him when we're going. I might meet you. Let me know then. Because you guys go, go late in the day, I might go with you. Yeah, I might go with we'll you. We'll go late in the day. Okay. Regardless, I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> um, but but yeah, we're I, all seeing the Batman tomorrow. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, right. Um, but no, straight up. I like to to wrap up Multiverse of Madness. So don't hold your breath for Deadpool or uh, Ghost Rider. However, if you have not watched What If, it seems like to some extent every single episode will tie into into the Multiverse of Madness because they dropped hints through that entire trailer that What If is going to be heavily involved in this movie because essentially Wanda possibly created an entire what is it now almost fifteen year long. Yeah, pocket reality, and on top of that, um, she's uh, strange. Ripped a fucking hole in this dimension and accessed an infinite number of realities. And Kane is uh, sorry, Kane Kang is like you guys fucked everything up. So I might have to destroy all of this. So and yeah. use petition to have MK Jensen come back as Jean Grey and like full. Dark Phoenix everyone's ass. <laughs> yes, just, just if it's a look into another pocket dimension yes, and we go look at it and it's just like, but you know the only thing I want, because here's my here's my beef with on-screen Jean Grey, Dark Phoenix, is, so I liked Femke Jansen's Last Stand one just because I, I understood the look that they were going for because they tried to make it look like she broke away from the X-Men because notoriously the green suit was always meant for when she was an X-Men and she was able to control the Phoenix and it would go red when she was not and she lost control and then there's the white Phoenix suit, which I forget what she used that for. Um, I think that's like the purest form of it. Yeah. But I really wish they could have given Femke Jansen a better suit Especially with the the like way that they've done with like the Avenger movies, the how close they've gone to the uniforms. Yeah. And like best example, Captain America. From yes. from his very first movie to this to the last one, Chris Evans uniform has been top tier. My favorite one will always be the um Winter Soldier outfit, oh, especially yeah. when he's in the elevator. <laughs> favorite Captain America uniform. And I just wish Also just Chris Evans, great Captain America. Yeah, the best, the and best, I don't. Yeah. I, it's it's another Hugh Jackman that no one's ever going to be able 100%. to. And you know what's so funny? I love that he can be Johnny Storm. I forgot about that. <laughs> and and Captain America. I he forgot was, about he that. He was a great fucking Johnny Storm. That is amazing when you can actually be good. It's not like how uh, Ryan Reynolds was a terrible Green Lantern, but a perfect fucking Deadpool. Amazing Deadpool. 
Well, the second time. Well, that's just second because time, he yeah. is Deadpool. And also, like, it's canonically known that Deadpool is described as somebody who's mixed between Ryan Reynolds and a burnt Sharpay. Yeah, that's true. Um, see, so one more thing, too, about the recasting of, of um, uh, Chris Evans. Uh, it It's kind of funny because I've heard speculation that because Fox owned the X-Men and the Fantastic Four franchises and they like they were the ones that cast them Jessica Alba was Susan Storm blah 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 that that was the real Earth 616 timeline and that the MCU is not oh, yes wow. so yeah. so that's and to add on to that that is also in that universe that is also Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, Spider-Man and Blade yep. and Blade yeah. so in that's that so also, I believe Hugh, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine as well yeah, and I think that's a good way to do it because when you think back on it, every time I look at like older comics, it's very much the same aesthetic as when those movies came out early two thousands, yeah. when those uh, big storylines were happening. Well, yeah, like, like when 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 uh, the whole butchering on Genosha, and then soon after that, when uh, Wolverine became one of uh, ex, uh, uh, Apocalypse's horsemen and we ended up going to prison. Mm-hmm. That same like you know that same era of comics. Have you seen like the latest run where they're trying to bring back the whole Genosha thing? Yeah. And like all the uh, Magneto and Charles are like, if you're not a mutant, you can't be in the club. Yeah. And so like they basically almost kicked Wanda. They they kicked yeah. Wanda out because she's technically not a she's technically she's not, not a, a mutant. mutant. Yeah. So like Xavier's wearing this big old helmet with an X on it. I saw <laughs> I that. I can't take him seriously. I saw that. And it's funny too because they were like, "Hey, yo, X-Force can go fuck themselves." And Deadpool's like, "Hey, man!" Like, <laughs> Deadpool's like, "I'm a mutant, dude. Yeah. I'm the most mutant right yeah. now." I mean, well, X-Force is like, X- the, yeah, X-Force like the bad just, boy band of X-Men. X X X-Force is just like, God. It's so here's the thing, X-Force like X-Men is like Young Justice. X-Force is Teen Titans. Mm-hmm, yeah, <laughs> that's essentially what it is. Let's move on at that point. (laughs) That's a perfect point to move on from. Um, All right. So we have the movies that have come out, which are mainly just the horror movies that for us scream in Texas Chainsaw. That's you guys. Gabe, go for it, dude. I'm not going to spoil anything because I know you haven't seen it and you got spoiled a little bit. You haven't seen the movie. I mean, once you know who the killers are, it's the the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. But trust me, after watching it a second time in theaters, it's still worth it because it's fucking amazing. Like, I found it really good. You guys synced that up perfectly. I found that, like, such a... It was such a good movie, and everything... wins for the win. Let's go. Everything in it was perfect. Like, it was just super nostalgic for me. I thought it was... How it normally is, you know, a Scream movie is going to be super meta. This yeah, movie is the most fucking meta. Yeah. It is just... It's fantastic. And when you guys watch it, we'll talk about it, because it was so just great. Wes Craven would be happy. Oh. Wes Craven would be ecstatic. Sorry, can you put my laptop? My plug my laptop in. I thought about the cable over. Yes. All right, Texas Chainsaw. Serge, your turn. All right, so I'm gonna start with the obvious and just <laughs> say that the writing. Just plug it into the that little thing right there. Other side. Yeah. Thank you. I'm just gonna say that I was incredibly disappointed with how fucking blatantly lazy the writing was. I don't like how mature you're trying to be about this. Because he will scream if he's not going to be mature right now. I I will bullet point (laughs) this. I'm going to say, first of all, the fact that the mask looked like Harold from Scary Stories is appalling to me. 
Especially because it's like you f- dicks. They he didn't wear the same mask for fifty fucking years. Like what? I no. I, I had to tell Garrick because we were watching it with him. I like he was. I was like that looks like fucking Harold, and he goes who? I was like I, I pulled up the oh, picture, stories, yeah. and he was like, oh fuck, that does look like Harold. Didn't yeah. Garrick say something about seeing on TikTok that it was a uh, Shatner's mask? Yeah, it was Shatner's it was a, mask, it was just a, a super mask. distressed one. Yeah. Wait. What? So apparently the way they got the, this leather face mask is that they took an older Shatner mask and just fucked it up and put hair on it. And that was the leather face mask. Which, yeah, I don't... You're uh, going to have to zoom in when you re-ed- re-edit this just to see the fury. I, I They can yeah, probably I feel it. Fucking, so, okay. <sighs> yeah. Are we not going to say anything about there- that? There's nothing to say. There's the movie was say. the Are movie you? was bad. Oh, this Are is just, you fucking kidding? You know what this is? This is a dingleberry on top of a pile of shit. That's yep. all okay, it is. Hold yep. on. <laughs> Here's my first question. What fucking bullshit Instagram cosplayer who thinks that he can make masks did they go to for fucking this idea? Here's the thing. The fact that Tom Savini was open to doing another Texas Chainsaw design, and they never even fucking bothered to ask him. You know why they're too bothered to ask him? Because they're probably afraid that they're going to have to deal with what the first people dealt with on set, and it was going to smell like dead meat all the time. Well, cause, <laughs> listen, man, you can't... Here's my thing. The one thing that I've always enjoyed about every single Leatherface design, except for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, because we don't talk about that, um, was how... We're not going to talk about the thrusting. We already did. If you want to know how our feelings on although, that Texas although, Chainsaw, watch that episode. Although I do love Bill's, Bill Mosley's Chop Top. Love him. But, God, I love Bill Mosley. But we don't, we don't talk about... Uh, we don't talk about... Texting But but uh, you know, all joking aside, one thing, one redeeming quality about every single incarnation of um, Texas Chainsaw, except for Leatherface, because it's just a dumb origin the story. Violence um, was not only the violence, but also the design of Leatherface. In my opinion, he's the most terrifying slasher villain of all time. A hundred percent. Because, like, Michael's very creepy and menacing. Freddy's just over the top. Jason's very menacing. But, I like... I think we truly do have specific categories. Types of... I don't yeah. Scary. And that's... As much as we joke and shit on each other, I don't think you could ever compare any big... No. Especially the big three. It's all that... They yeah. all hit a different fear. Like, a, a visceral correct. fear. And also, one is always respecting the other because one came before one another. Correct. Because yeah. uh, obviously, the first slasher villain ever was Michael Myers. Damn with with without like without a doubt, mine was scream. Yeah, but like but but like you know obviously Michael's very menacing and creepy. He has like that home invader like real evil. We're like that's I why it's so scary. Mm-hmm. I think that was again we've mentioned it before. That was John Carter, and that's why it worked, and that's Correct. why we were able to bounce off it so much because somebody sat there and thought, okay, this is babysitting horror and this is what would happen Correct. if you got attacked while you're babysitting. Correct. And yeah. then it was, what would happen if you went to camp as a camp counselor? And then what would happen what, if you were on a road what's, trip? R- what's really in the woods? That was Jason. Yeah. Jason, exactly. Jason kind of plays into that fear of the dark, like what's really lurking out there. And it's just like somebody that has no soul and is just doing it just because. Just because he can. Texas Chainsaw, yeah. I always thought that Leatherface it's was like, more. It's like, it's like the fucking the I, strangers because yeah, they're home. I know? thought that Leatherface That's was more of just uh Leatherface was always just like, oh, this is just someone who is killing because he doesn't know. Like he's killing just because it's not a Michael and uh, not a Michael and not a Jason where it's like yeah. he's gonna kill because he wants to. Leatherface is just but, killing but, but because he, too, he's not aware. But only that too is 
he's a butcher. Yeah. He's literally a butcher. Like, in my opinion, there's nobody who has gorier kills than Leatherface. Like, let's be honest. Translation. New movie was shit. The special effects and the gore? They were great. Fantastic. They were great. It was yeah. great. But I don't want to give too much credit to this fucking yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, that's the, the rest of it was bad. It's Terrible. like, yours did really well, but there were unfortunately, like, faults in ours. But the one thing I took from, like, Michael's, especially since you guys were talking about, like, how they are, you know, he's a butcher. But I liked what, the like, Halloween ends explained. Michael's because I was, real. I was, I, was really, I was really expecting for them to fuck it up. Because that's that was my biggest thing. As long as I, as long as there wasn't some explanation, yeah. and they didn't. What they told us was basically even more fucking terrifying. Was the fact that this boy knew that there's something in him that he could not stop, and that when he looked in the mirror, when he looked out that window, he saw the fucking black abyss inside himself, yeah. and he's still that six year old child. Yeah. No explanation. No reason. Yeah. It's just how it is, and that's exactly how it is with Leatherface. Yeah, is because there's no to any of them. There's no appealing to their humanity. I think the only one that you could probably even try with is Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even then, like J- Jason is just he's a supernatural being. He's, he's a like, demon. He mm, what is it? He's, no, he's actually Jason zombified. To, technically, zombie? technically okay. speaking, Jason goes to hell is not part of the canonical story. So, with that being said, he's technically just a zombie. I gotta invalidate my Jason X like that. I fucking... Fucking Jason goes to space. (laughs) Why are you you invalidating my Jason with the fucking... We were talking... Xenomorph on his face. We were talking about the... Because I was watching... um, I was telling Garrick how I've been wanting to show him uh, Madman Mars. Because the way I feel about that movie is that it's got... That's a great film, by the way. It's got the feel of Halloween... That, that creepy fucking suspenseful and also like disturbing story and something's always lurking, but it has the campiness of the first Friday the 13th, so it's kind of hot, but it's still so terrifying that you can't stop watching it. Yeah. And he was like, I know your favorite one is always Jason X, and I was like, I've broken you. I've really broken you. <laughs> and, and, like, and here's, here's the crazy part about this whole thing is because I can't fucking believe that they didn't learn from the, all the other Texas Chainsaw movies. Here's why the Texas Chainsaw movies were terrible after the first one. The only good Texas Chainsaw film was the very fucking first one, and here's why. It's because every single film after that fell victim to the time that it was made. Every single one without exception. Point in case, I have a huge beef with a lot of 80s horror. Yeah, so, for example, Texas Chainsaw 2 was the campy comedy horror thing that, like, you know, you saw around the same time as that. Like, fuck that. Wasn't that the one with, like, the weird family, like, the shock jock guy? No. That's Chop Top. That's Chop Top. Yeah. Yeah. So it's when they harass the lady at the the hot chick at the radio station. station. she comes out at the end fucking waving that shit Mm -hmm. around. Correct. You know she did a fucking nude shoot with Jeremy Saffer? That's hilarious. Like, now, she looks hot for her age. She looks really good. Pull it up, Jamie. Pull it up, Jamie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but no, it's, but... Like and and you know Texas Chainsaw three as well Texas Chainsaw Nightmare on Elm Street two was a movie for the gays yeah and 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 here's the thing too is that when they remade <laughs> you know I'm fucking when they right. remade you know I'm fucking right I never thought about it that way I'll, I'll put it Shit. this way you know there's an entire documentary about it yeah I'm not even yeah. fucking joking you I think it's on like Netflix or Prime I, I think it's on Prime yeah okay but um like here's the thing. I have a lot of beef with Texas Chainsaw 3D, even though it had the best kills in the whole fucking franchise. It's the most 2004 movie I've ever seen in my goddamn life. 
next to like Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like watching Tokyo Drift. That's a whole other story. That that movie's great. That's what I just watched it yesterday. It was so good. That movie's timeless. The fucking soundtrack. That movie's timeless. But um, no. So straight up, every single Texas Chainsaw has been reflection of its age and like the time the movie was made. The scene that I was that I got the I got so angry I almost turned it off and didn't watch it but I'm like I have to finish this to show the rest of the movie um, was when he goes onto the bus and they're like you're gonna get canceled bro fuck you because fuck you you for know that. what's so fucked up is had you had the mask right had you not have them say that and it would not be in the scenario that it is but still this bus scene it would have been one of the greatest fucking newer leather face scenes I, I, to ever come across I will put it this way a chainsaw kill in a Texas chainsaw movie is one of my favorite things ever in in horror cinema. That whole thing of them putting their phones up like you're going to get fucking canceled, bro. That ruined the kills that followed for me cuz I'm like every time I see those kills, I think of that stupid fucking line and it completely ruins it for me. Can I suggest something? Yes. I thought it fit that part perfectly because like you said it is a victim of the times that is how the times are now it is yeah. a very cancel culture hey we're gonna stop you for this and we were like watching it you meet nikki me and garrick and literally as soon as he killed the guy me and garrick were just like oh they all deserve this but, <laughs> we like, were rooting for it at but, that point but at the same time though why would you make a period piece when you can make a timeless film the because first netflix that's my point. That's that's the that's, shitty that's part. exactly my point. Is because the first Texas Chainsaw film is timeless. Mm-hmm. You could have that theoretically be at any period of time, with a different cast, with a different fucking everything. If you kept the same script, the same way that it was shot, the same dialogue, the same everything, it doesn't matter if it was in the fucking fifties, the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, nineties, or now. It would be it's 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 a great horror film. And you know, you can look at Halloween and all of the movies. I feel that they are timeless each and every one. Correct. Some of them they have the element of their time, but mm-hmm. if you think about it, when you think of the newer Halloweens, you don't get the cell phone element. Yes. There's somehow it's not like cooperated in like out, like they did a great way of getting rid of that whole element of them trying to find Allison, the first movie, um yep. Halloween uh, mm-hmm. returns or whatever. Yeah. Um, she that that just canceled it all out. She he he threw her phone into the food into the food bowl at uh, the boyfriend when they got in a fight. Which is why, and then you forgot about it. Which, 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 which is why Halloween's the superior slasher franchise. And then you'll God see it right. in like the new Scream movie when you guys watch it. They have a way to go meta around the phones, around phones yeah. and tablets and such. Yeah, because that's what Scream is. It is like keeping up with it and being meta. They figure out a way, and then you thing. don't worry about it. Here's my thing: when you have like, here's my thing. The fucking work is done for you with the Texas Chance of Massacre film. You have a terrifying, massive individual with a fucking chainsaw wearing someone else's face and a butcher apron. How do you fuck that up? Why do you make it campy? Why do you make it funny? Why do you break the tension? Here's the thing. I will give credit to Texas Chainsaw 3D in this. Was that the... Not Texas Chainsaw 3D... Uh, which was the one with Jordana Brewster? That was the sec the second remake, right? The one after 3D. I'm not. I don't know. Uh, whatever. I uh, know it's um fuck. The one that Jordana Brewster was in. Whatever. That one specifically. No, no, that was that was 3D. I thought. I think that was 3D. Um, whatever. Point being, the tension 
building in those scenes when that Leatherface was, uh, is the beginning. The beginning. Okay, that one. That movie is dog shit. However, one I thing that like they Jordana got. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, my love for Janetta Brewster will not be whatever. Um, <laughs> point being, when this movie first, I watched it, I was like, the dialogue is terrible. The premise is terrible. However, the fact that they were able to build that type of tension looking for oh wait no wait was that the one with Arlie Dermy? Was that the, was that the beginning or which one was that one? Uh, Isn't that 3D? No, no that's that's the, that's the one with uh uh fuck what's her name? Um, I forgot Matt Bomer was in the beginning one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the brother. Which, yeah. Matt which, Bomer. Which, He's so hot. Which one which one is uh which one is Arlie Dermy in? I forgot. But okay, so anyway, the that one the way that you know, she hides in like meat lockers and hides in like a coffin and whatnot and mm. watches her friends get literally butchered in front of her. Fantastic premise. They didn't try to make it serious. They didn't try to make it super, you know, like, ah, ha, ha, funny joke. Because here's my thing. The, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre was so raw and gritty that it was so fucking shocking to the core there was hardly any gore in that entire movie, and it was terrifying. You know what I mean? Because they knew how to use tension. Exactly. That's and, what these new movies are lacking, Exactly my point. They don't have, know how to structure it around the idea of what Leatherface is. They're trying to make a quick teen horror cash grab bullshit film to just make money off of it. But here's the thing. Here's the danger in that. When you take a, uh, a character like Leatherface, who again... The movie fucking writes itself. He's a hermit who wears someone else's face with a butcher apron on and rides a cha- and has a chainsaw around, and he's 75 fucking years old. You sound like me every time they try to reboot Halloween, and I'm just like, just do my idea. The movie writes itself. Like, here's my thing. You literally have all the pieces in front of you, and you can take the best parts of every Texas Chainsaw film of the past 50 fucking years and essentially cut out all the fat from the stuff from the 2000s, the one from the 80s, the one from the fucking 90s, from Leatherface, from all that shit. And it essentially makes it to where you just have to write the story to where it makes sense in a timeline. No. And just put those pieces in. It's not that it's, fucking It difficult. really isn't. And that's what's so funny is like, we have very simplistic scenarios. Yes. Michael Myers was a babysitter killer. And on top of that, too, the fact like, oh, it was fucking Netflix. What did you expect? Fear Street was fucking great. Oh, my God. I was just rewatching that yesterday. Fear Street so was great. Good. Here's my thing. You can't blame Netflix for writing shitty horror films because Fear Street was great. And 1666, sorry, 1666 essentially had like, yes, it was weird. Yes, it was kind of campy at times. But here's the thing. You have the premise. The movie essentially wrote itself and they didn't fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, like you essentially took the essence of what that genre's horror film was and made the best version of that. Why could you do that for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, and that's w- what I love about horror movies is... I love rooting for Michael. I'll always root for Michael over everyone, and I think Halloween Ends was just 
Michael Myers cleaning up a town of douchebags. Yeah. Um, Evil gets threatened tonight. Evil gets threatened tonight. <laughs> Evil gets threatened and then says, fuck around and find yeah. out. <laughs> and then everyone found out. Evil's in trouble tonight. Um, because Evil plays reverse, reverse card tonight. Because like, that's like half the fun of watching horror movies is you're rooting for them to kill the fucking dumb teenager that won't run. Like fucking uh, Neve Campbell says she's too busy running up the fucking stairs when she should be running out the front door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's one element I love to horror. The other element I love is the reason why John Carpenter chose Jamie Lee Curtis to be the vulnerable character when that's not who she was. She he wanted to make people care about her and people be scared for her. Yeah. And when I watched Fear Street, the when the 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 best friend that's that was really smart and she sold like drugs. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. When they killed her, I was so sad. I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! Give these kids a fucking break!" And then when they sla- when they murdered, but they tried to murder both the sisters at the end. When all yeah. the when they all descend upon her and they mm-hmm. start killing the sister, I was like, "Dude, they they knew how to do that yeah. right." Because because he, here's 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 why Halloween is so fucking good, and this might be a hot take. When you find yourself only rooting for this for the killer, that's a bad movie. You don't know how to write characters. When you find yourself rooting for the protagonist and saying, "Oh fuck," but she, but shit, she might get got. Like the best example of that was Halloween Two, because when Halloween Two came out, you if you watch Halloween One, you were rooting for Laurie. However. You saw how sinister and how evil Michael was. You're like, fuck, he might get her this time, but you're rooting for Lori the entire time. Where you're worried that Michael's gonna get her, but you're still rooting for Lori the entire fucking movie. And when you watch the formula, it play- it's the same formula as the first one. And exactly. Because here's the thing. We, we all love Are we done? We all love uh Are we off? No, we're still we're still live. We all we love we fuck? all love uh, um, PJ Souls, but we wanted Linda get to get killed because she was the stupid blonde. Yes, correct. And then you go to Halloween too. Stupid yeah. nurse who was late and can't even do her fucking job and who's correct. too busy hot tubbing in the back with her boyfriend, who's a paramedic, who also was probably needed somewhere. Same yeah. thing. On and and this again, in in my opinion, it goes into the same thing of the, none of them does the movie write itself, but the form of the second one. You had side characters who you weren't like, oh, I hope he fucking dies. Like, for example, was there any point in Halloween 2 where you were expecting Loomis, like, ah, oh, God, I can't wait for him to die? No. Not at all. Yeah. But every single time I've watched a Texas Chainsaw film, I'm like, I hope he kills every single person in this goddamn movie. Everybody. Like, for example, when Alexander Daria was like, fucking, yeah, cuz I'm cool with you being a crazy hermit butcher lives in my basement. No, dude, that's not... Yeah. <sighs> It, it's it's very disappointing to see when you're rooting for exclusively the the killer the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only exception to that is is Friday the Thirteenth, but again, as a franchise, Friday the Thirteenth is not good. And that's the shitty part is like I actually I I'm very just because I my classics always Jamie Lee Curtis. I also really liked uh, Scout Taylor Compton as uh, Jamie as uh, Laurie in the remakes of. Uh, Rob Zombies. Oh, yeah. I just don't like her in the second one because they made her all fucking crazy. Like, yeah. Um, I actually find a lot of my favorite final girls in Friday the 13th. Yeah. 
three, she kicks his ass. And whichever one has the telepath chick, she also kicks his ass. Yeah. So I, I can't say that that franchise has shitty final The telepath, girls I, I think, do. was Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. 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 Jason takes no, no, a no, lot no. of it damage. It was one of the oh, earlier no, no. ones, the 80s ones. That mm-hmm. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason takes a lot of fucking damage. Well, because Jason's not smart. Exactly. And, and that's why they had to zombify his <laughs> ass and then, you know, basically reanimate him like fucking Frankenstein and then also reanimate him again in Jason X. You know what we need to talk about one of these days? Just the Chucky films. I love the Chucky films. I They're have so a, much fun. I have a love hate with them. I, I really love them. Really? I, yeah, oh. they're not great. They're no, they're terrible movies. I think they're fucking hilarious. That's why I like them. It's essentially on today's episode of Gabe trying to defend something that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. They're fucking hilarious, it's, though. It's the epitome of comedy horror. It literally yeah. is, which is why I like it. Yeah, which is the epitome <laughs> of comedy horror. Yeah. All right, do you guys want to move on or keep on talking? Um, I'm I'm done ranting. I just thought Texas Chainsaw was a bullshit movie. Sorry, no, I'm not. Fuck you guys. Hey, it sucked. Let's be honest. Hey, Dingleberry on top God of a shit terrible. pile. It was terrible. And this is why I now claim the Saw franchise because I saw Jigsaw and it was fucking great. Jigsaw, right? Yeah. Thank you. It was very oh, good. Oh, don't you wait, love it? You saw Did Spiral? you not love the end? Oh, yeah, sorry, Spiral. Yeah, I saw Spiral. Did you it was great. not love the end? Of course, it was, it was so was fucking so good. good. Yeah. Also, you let him get away, you motherfucker. Doof. Yeah. <laughs> but but also too, on top of 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 that, I love the fact that. Um, they played into their not only being a copycat killer, but somebody who was as smart as John Kramer. Right. Which I fucking love. Also, Chris Rock, I love you, dude. For sure get better in, in horror movies. I thought that he was just very funny in it. Like, that was it. That was his character. I think as a start, it wasn't bad. It, w- it wasn't terrible as and a And I as also, a I'll always love Michael Jack- uh, my, um, Samuel Jackson yeah. as uh, anything in horror. But, any, any. But, Really quick, too, I will say this much. When Saw, at least the Saw franchise, did something that was very important to me, which I very much appreciate, is that they did not try to reboot it. They just continued on in real time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In real time. Where, like, they said, hey, it's been four, it's been two years since Jigsaw. It's been three years since, you know, Texas Chains, or not Texas, uh, uh, Saw. Six, seven, six or seven, or the fuck, That's the final I'm chapter. They do with final Alice chapter two, and, um, Halloween. That yeah. if this is the end of Michael and Lori's correct, journey, and the spirit of John Kramer will never die. Mm-hmm. That's true. They did the really good job with idolizing him and putting him up there as like the god of whatever Saw is the cultish side of things. Yeah. yeah. Like, he is just the leader. Like, even though he died, people will still follow in his footsteps, punishing those who are, quote-unquote, evil and doing society and, wrong. And I, and I love that they did that in, with um, with Amanda and uh, the doctor. Yeah. And then when they died, they were like, no, 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 copycat killers are a real thing, and they were going to put this out in real time. And it's great. And here's the thing about, about the Saw movies is that th- all of those movies, I feel, are timeless. Mm-hmm. all of them because they have the writing to where you could put them in any period of time and they make sense not only in the in as standalone movies canonically in the series which it's, is fucking great you know what franchise i want to talk about and you guys know that i never say favorite other than halloween but my other one would be the collector in the collection. Oh yeah, next Collector's episode great. I will talk about that. Because yeah. That was a good two part yeah, series. We're not we, doing, we got, um, I, gotta, I gotta go back and actually watch those movies. Yeah. Same. I how good. Hey, we could do it this week. Yeah. <laughs> or, I'm down. Because we said what? Like this is scheduling now. Once every two weeks. 
Something yeah. Like that. yeah. Something like that, just so we can have time to do everything. We could watch the stuff that we want to watch. Content, baby. Yeah. Which, which is also why we're going to talk about what we want to do in the future. Aside from talk about the collector of the collection, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be starting uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. All of us. So from now on, every single episode. It's about goddamn time. Put some respect on my girl Oscar's name. Bro. So from now on, for every single Nerding Out episode, we're going to be going over 10 or 10 or so episodes of Neon Genesis. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to dissect it. I'm not ready for this. See, yes. they say talk about it. It's just going to be me psychologically analyzing the shit out of Shinji and telling everyone how he's a little bitch. I mean, there's only like 25 episodes of the show. Exactly. And so a movie. we have that. And then there's, there's like what? Movies. Four. There's like three or four movies. If anything, we could just watch Neon Genesis and then The End or True End or V3, whichever the fuck one so is the real ending. We're going to watch it in, in, in canonical. So, okay. The, the the canon ending is a little weird, but there's a way that they can. I'll, I'll explain it later. Yeah, yeah. I'll, explain, I'll explain it off stream. So that's what our that's what we're deciding to do, and then and doing that in addition to horror movies, comics, video games, whatever the fuck comes up that we want to talk about, just so we can have something to go off of every single week. And eventually, we're going to different shows, different animes. We're sort of thinking right now of doing One Piece eventually. Yes. Like in conclusion, we're back, bitch. We're back. And it's We're not back. the whole show of One Piece. It's the movie arcs. I don't. The don't movie give arcs. give me the reassuring gestures, but fine. What? We're literally <laughs> skipping 200 episodes by doing the movie I'm arcs. Only, I'm only agreeing to this because they let me rant about Michael Myers all the time. Yeah. I have to, I have to give. <laughs> I hope you watch it and you're like, this is the fucking greatest I really do. And I never, I, I hope it changes my mind, but there is nothing. Me too. Lately, there's nothing that can top for me other than my hero, but. Alas, we are back. We are so back. We'll wrap it up there. Hot take? No. Let's one, hear it. One Piece was my hero before my hero even fucking existed. Hey, hot take. One Piece is shonen. Yeah, One Piece is shonen. <laughs> it's not, it, yeah. it's not, it is a shonen. It is, it is shonen. shonen. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop talking before I rip them both apart. Cool, dude. So <laughs> One Piece, that over a thousand episodes, 1,040 chapters. Stop it. We don't, we don't have time. I have food Zoro's here. the greatest character of all time. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you for watching. We'll be back we once every two weeks or so. Next time. We love Bye. you. Thank you for watching. Follow us, TikTok, and SCM podcast. Instagram, Trapper Death, on One Word. Um, podcast, where you can find podcasts. Uh, go to our YouTube channel. We do reactions and shit, and we'll be back. We love you all. Goodbye. Twitch.tv slash Strawberry Death Machine and Zoro's the Greatest. <laughs> <laughs>